Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 26 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we are going to be reviewing the reviews of Eternity in Death. <laughs> so like I said, uh, when we did the show, um, there's a lot of good reviews for this. I was very happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. But I'm excited to read them. Awesome. So um, before we do that, though, I just want to make a short announcement. I don't want to wait until the end of the show to do it. But um, so... On one of uh, several of our other episodes, we've talked about, you know, the in-death fan fiction that we had over at um, indeath.net. Oh, yes. How they were all being ported over to um, Archive of Our Own, but it was taking a long time. I mean, we started that process in 2017. It was 2017 or 2018 when we started that process. Yeah, right around And then they contacted me because we had two different, two separate archives that they needed to port over. And then they contacted me last year. I mean, literally last year in, in October, they contacted me and said, hey, your first archive has been ported over um, so that you can, you know, they were contacted me so that I can go through and look at it and, you know, make sure everything's correct. And, but since then they hadn't made it live and it's been a year. So I sent them a message um, about a week or so ago and they finally got back to me and they were like, yeah, you know, we normally wait until the entirety of your import is done. But because yours is taking so long, you know, they gave me access to, you know, ad- admin access so that I could go in and make all the stories that they have so far a public, publicly available. So, um, so they are all publicly available. Um, they are on archive of our own. I'm sure you go on there and search for them if you want. You can, uh, but I'll put a link in show notes. Yep. And I actually need to go in and make mine known. And I, I should finish my one. Yeah. Once well, yours we, should you be. Know, we we like got all like twitchy and everything happened, yeah. and yeah. So yours should be on there. I know. I know. No, I'm sure it is. I just I haven't gotten in luck because been a mess of a couple weeks right and one of our favorites which is backstage and death is on there and it is live so you can all read that and it's fantastic literally so much fun and so uh, much fun everybody read it (laughs) one of the best things on the planet right if i thought we could get away with it i would totally like for our third anniversary see if we could send it to susan erickson to like read on the air that would be like the funniest (laughs) you know what I would not be surprised if she would do it. I would not be oh, surprised. Oh, she would totally do it, but yeah. She would totally do it. So good. So, um, or record for us. Maybe she could record it and like send it to us and we could play it. Yeah. Like that here, here's this beautiful fan fiction that everybody, I mean, AdWolf banned fan fiction and was like, nope, yeah. we're not doing yeah. this. And still yeah. they were like, oh, Okay, this one is great. So did fanfiction.net. No, fanfiction. I know because yeah, they would they misunderstood what Nora said, but still. Yeah. Archive of our own doesn't give a shit, so. No, I know Here they we are. are. Which is amazing. <laughs> so the so those are available. There's like 126 stories. 
that are mm-hmm. available, you know, in our archives. So, um, I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll try to remember to put the link in show notes. And if, um, I don't remember, just send a message to one of us and we can give you the link. Yeah. Yeah. That's, All it's right. exciting. I'm excited to like go back and revisit. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so let's go. So yes, let's start reviewing the reviews. Woo, okay. All right. We're going to start with Tara. Okay. Let me put my glasses back on. One star review. <laughs> Okay, one star. This has got to be the least readable book in the series. I just felt like it was draining to read. It just wasn't interesting. If the characters were actors, I'd imagine them as people who showed up to work just to do their jobs and leave immediately after. It felt really lifeless to me. I also get that Eve brings up her father issues often, but honestly, she could have left not mentioning him. Drawing parallels in this case seemed like a stretch, seemed like such a stretch, and it came across as a token mention. Well, maybe one of the reasons why it seemed lifeless is because um, vampires are undead. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. No, that's no, great. I- that's fantastic. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm so glad that you said it. Um, I mean, so we definitely like, we definitely kind of felt that way, you know, the last point about the stretch of uh comparing her father, but you know, I'm still trying to figure out if the characters were actors, I'd imagine them as people who showed up to work just to do their jobs and leave immediately after. That's what you do when you have a job. (laughs) (laughs) You go to work and you do your job. Even actors do that promise this book was quiet quitting is what they're trying to say (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure what else you Uh do with your job you go up to work you work and you leave and you leave (laughs) (laughs) is what it is Uh, yeah (laughs) i don't get it anyway all right jen you're next (laughs) all right oh all right i get a short one one star Really? The last story was ghosts and now vampires. What's next? Zombies? They're coming. Um, I mean, they're coming. (laughs) They're not next, but they're coming. (laughs) No worries. It'll happen. No worries. No, we didn't have zombies. Did we have? We didn't. No, we haven't had zombies. No, we haven't had zombies. It's kind of pretty much quit the entire. Like yeah. novella thing, so yeah. I don't think we're gonna get. We zombies. still get some weird shit though coming. Yeah, out. there's other weird shit. But yeah. Okay, one star. These mysteries by J.D. Roberts set in the future, which gives free reign to the author's imagination to invent new technologies, but that doesn't happen here. She might as well just set them in the modern day because she doesn't use the opportunity to to describe anything interesting, possible future times. In fact, I wouldn't have known that they were set in the future except that I read it on Wikipedia. Also, they were too short, just 100 pages. The mystery had hardly begun before it was all over. So I'm just wondering, like, that they were too short. I wonder if they read something like The Three in Death or, you know, like... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. Haunted, Eternity, like, combo. And hasn't read anything else. 
Um, so. Hello, no, you're wrong. I, yeah. <laughs> hello, it's sweetheart. Just... You're wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. So. So anyway, well, so now we're at the two stars here. Okay. Well, then I will uh, get back to that um, and read the next one. Two stars. Yeah. Okay. Normally, I save two stars for books that I really didn't like, but didn't out and out despise. Eternity and Death is the exception. It's not a terrible book. It's not particularly a mystery, more a police procedural thriller. What is, is, yes, is I don't know why out. there's so many, is so is. many is, 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 is. <laughs> uh, there are a couple of these in the Indus series, and to me, they stand out like a sore thumb. What? Okay. These gimmick entries into the series always piss me off. In-depth books follow a few basic templates. Eve catches a homicide involving a famous serial killer slash terrorist group, a homicide involving friends slash relatives slash co-workers close to her O'Rourke, a homicide that turns out to have international ramifications, i.e. illegal medical technological experimentation. The gimmicky ones involve ghosts and monsters and in eternity and death, vampires, it doesn't matter if these creatures turn out to be fake or real. These are just never good additions to the series. <laughs> did did someone forget to tell this person, like, you know, that these are police procedures? I know, right? <laughs> like, this so, reads like only a, a few of them in the series apparently came across as police procedurals. That was my question. <laughs> what? like what Work so what are the spell. rest of yeah. them and again here's the thing usual. yeah you don't have to just say eve catches a homicide you don't say a homicide involving a famous serial killer or a homicide <laughs> involving friends relatives or co-workers or a homicide that turns out to have an international like you don't have to say all of that just say normally no. she catches a homicide Not a bit. it's you know you could have <laughs> saved yourself so much typing it's so stupid what in the <laughs> So fucking stupid. I don't get it. <laughs> I never get it. Yeah, it's dumb. Jesus. So I know the last one you got, Jim, was a really short one. So I gave you a really long one. Oh, yeah, there. I see. You gave me a really long one. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. This was a quick, easy read, under 100 pages in length, and could, and could easily be read in a handful of hours. Originally appearing in the anthology Dead of Night, this novella is the perfect little Halloween story that asks the same question that many books, movies, and TV shows have asked over the years. Do vampires really exist? <laughs> My God, I'm sorry the disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dead. For Eve Dallas, the answer is a resounding no. <laughs> But that doesn't stop people from thinking that they do or even stop some wannabes from thinking that they could actually be a member of the undead. This story ran at a good pace and kept you interested. But unfortunately, it did suffer from being a short story and just wasn't long enough to engage me enough to blow my mind. But it was fun nonetheless. And it wasn't nearly as corny as most Halloween short stories. You got to see the tender love between work and Eve and a little bit and a little of work's protective side. A little, really? Which I always enjoy. And of course, a little bit of humor. And we've got some quotes. 
I didn't want to tell you I'd been scared, much less why. I guess I was stupid. Bork says, it was. Aren't you supposed to say something like, no, it wasn't, blah, blah, support stroke, let me get you some chocolate? You <laughs> haven't read the marriage handbook footnotes. It's another woman who does that sort of thing. I believe I'm allowed to. I'm sorry. <laughs> that line cracks me up every time. I believe I'm allowed to be more blunt than ask if you'd like a quick shag. <laughs> Eve says, shag yourself. So good. But I think by by far my favorite part of this book was Smart Ass Baxter. Yay! And this is why AJ wanted me to read this. Book. Yep. yep. <laughs> the hanging of the garlic over Eve's office when she got the case and then giving giving her a stake when she went to face the Prince of Darkness on her own. Little did he know that his little prank may have saved her life. This story won't be thought-provoking mind-bender, but a nice light read. But I think in-depth fans will easily enjoy it as they prepare to read the next full-length novel in, this, in the franchise, Creation and Death. So, okay, why is that only two stars? Yeah, that's what I couldn't figure out. That's like, the question. I'm so confused. I mean, that seems like a three-star review. Because that's a completely least. positive review. Yeah. So, I'm not sure why. Just because it's short? Yeah. I don't understand these people are like, well, this was short, so two stars. Like, well, it doesn't matter if right. it's short. Was it yeah. a good story or not? It's a novella. You know, it's going to be short. Short stories also deserve five stars. I don't I'm like, I take off a star for every, you know, 10 chapters that aren't there. Right. Um, Not enough chapters. Not enough chapters. Zero stars. Yeah. Do not recommend. (laughs) In order for me to give a good review, this book must have 15 chapters at least. (laughs) But then it only gets three stars. Anything less than that gets two. That's half of a regular in death book. That's the thing. Yeah, oh it's just, God. I don't understand it. It's, it's nuts. It's odd. It's a yeah. very weird sentiment. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I don't understand. But thank you for letting me have that review. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it's great. Um, I mean, but I appreciate they they appreciate Baxter, so that's good. My boy. So. All right. Next <clears throat> review. Two stars. Huh? I thought this was a decent Halloween story. Not the usual corny ho-ha. You get to see some nice moments between Eve and Rourke, and I loved Baxter in this one. But overall, it was just too short to blow my mind and settled more in the land of just okay. Again, it's too short, so two stars. Too short, two stars. (laughs) That's that's the name of the episode. Too short, too, short, two, two stars. stars. <laughs> like I'm about to just go put put reviews on all the novellas. <laughs> Jesus, motherfucking two stars. It's uh no that love. yeah. I just, and they can so be funny. more than two stars. I, I cannot. I I really like this term of settling in the land of just okay. I feel like <laughs> that was funny. I feel like we all kind of live in that, that world right funny. now, right? I feel like That's I'm permanently settled in the land of just okay. 
Well, as someone who lives in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Boom! Mic drop. <laughs> but at least I'm in Cuyahoga County. That's a, that should be the license plate for Ohio. The land of just okay. <laughs> Jesus. I can't stop laughing. The land of just okay. Humor is, okay. is great. Okay. <laughs> Well, all right. This next one. Here we go. It's another two stars. I listened to Ritual and Death a couple of months ago and didn't enjoy it at all, giving it one star. This time, another audiobook. I have given it two stars. There are a couple of reasons for that. Firstly, I listened to it properly. I've since acquired a nice little machine that plays DVDs and CDs and plugs into the cigarette lighter in the car. Which shows you how I old built- this review is. I was going to say, because you don't have those anymore. But good for you that you have a nice little player that plugs into your right, car cigarette lighter. <laughs> My built-in CD player radio in the car became irreparable last year sometime. Rip. Uh, so... Though I don't drive every day, I am now a person who listens to audiobooks while driving. Wow, that was a boring backstory. The second (laughs) reason is probably because I'd heard the narrator once already and wasn't so put off this time. Okay. I still don't like her rendition of Peabody. She makes her sound stupid. Now, there's no way Eve Dallas would get a sidekick who's dumb. And I remember when Peabody was first... She didn't was first a major part of the series she may be a country girl who looks wide-eyed at new york but she's got excellent detective potential eve doesn't suffer fools gladly so the repartee has to be humorous on both their sides okay oh well let's talk about the book the book itself is the usual it's full of action and murders (laughs) i didn't i didn't really like that so sorry. It also had really a like vampire, it. but it's just the usual. <laughs> Action and murders. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I didn't really like that Eve used herself once again to set up the murderer. That that has happened before. It also played up the spooky a bit much. But then I'm not I'm really not at all interested in vampire stories. I guess these half novels are never going to appeal to me that much. Wow. Okay. So wow, okay. again, I think the reason I put this in there is again I want to I want to just complain about people who I get not liking the tone of P- how how Susan Erickson reads Peabody, but how your voice sounds has nothing to do with how intelligent you are. I know. Yeah, no, I do. I completely agree with that. Uh, it, you know, because again, I always joke that she sounds like Velma from Scooby Doo, but Velma was Velma's actually the most one. intelligent right. person, exactly in the in the Scooby Gang. Yes. So, so oh, that's like yeah, that's like watching Scooby Doo and yeah. saying, "Well, I didn't like how Velma's voice sounded. She sounded stupid." But she didn't because she was saying intelligent things. But this person's yeah, going on and I on about, you know, 100%. there's no way that yeah. Eve would have a stupid partner. Like, she doesn't. Not stupid. And at all. You know. So stupid. Yeah. I, it's what you say that makes you intelligent, not not how your voice sounds saying it. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Okay. So. 
New Baxter <laughs> review. All right, three stars. I love this. Backs me up. When Baxter handed Eve a pointed stake before the takedown, you knew shit was going to go down. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. So stupid. It's true. It is true. I love it so much. It's so true. Exactly. At least that's a three star review. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. And that's oh a three star. God, I love I mean, it. All right. So this next three star review. Yep. Yeah. Mm. All right. Three stars. This was a really good example of an in-depth novella done well. We get a fair amount of the series' signature character work alongside a nicely focused little mystery with just enough bumps to get in the road to keep things interesting. I think I put that one in there just because I thought it was a good three-star review. I I appreciate people who appreciate this book. I mean, it could have been a four-star review because it sounds... Sounds like they liked it. Sounds like they liked it. Yeah. So why just three stars? But you know, I'll take it. They're one of those complacent people who like when they're when they're given like the a survey, they like just like down the middle, like neither agree nor disagree. Oh, like like me. (laughs) I'm totally that person. (laughs) Especially they used to give us they used to make us do the surveys um at work. You know, yeah, that we're supposed to be anonymous, but yeah. you know that like these people know who did this survey. And I'm oh, just yeah. going to be like, OK, yeah, I'm going to give them B's, you know, all the way down. the, Or, you know, it's like one to five. He, he gets fours all the way down, even if I think that oh. he's twos all the way down. He's like give, getting fours because I don't care. <laughs> and that. the patient experience it. surveys are like that. And I can tell who is just fucking ready to leave. <laughs> right. Because if they're like, if they were unhappy, they're like telling you about it. Yes. And they're like giving you low scores. And if they're really happy, they're giving you, you know, really high scores and they're telling you about it. But if they're just like one more fucking thing, no, whatever. They're just like right down the center <laughs> of the fucking survey. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I don't blame you. So right from three to five, three, 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 three. <laughs> yeah. Then you're done in like 30 seconds and you're like, okay, I want to get out of here. I mean, literally, literally satisfaction scores like that. And so because I work in a small hospital and we have to physically monitor every single one, because otherwise we would get like zero numbers to compare. (laughs) That is like how we, how we reach national levels. Like, you know, we're, we're in the top 10% of hospitals in the country. And part of that is because of, you know, patient satisfaction scores but we we pull the clinic down because we have like six discharges a month so we get six surveys a month and the other hospitals are getting like 150 you know yeah so if one of these people is like eh then we're just fucked (laughs) so like you know five out of six surveys is is not not you know it's just hard it just makes me laugh but Okay, are we ready for the next one? We are ready for the next one. Okay. Okay, three stars. There are two dark princes in this novella. Goes to show how differently the description can be applied. Good-hearted versus soul of evil. The fabulous Rourke helps Eve track down a semi-vampire. 
I would have liked this better expanded to novel length. Eternity and Death only carries one plot and there isn't time for character development. Okay. I mean, I think we said that when we reviewed it, that it would have been better as a like full length novel then. What is oh. a soul of evil versus good? What soul of evil? I have no idea. Soul of evil. Somebody has the okay. soul of evil. I don't know. And which no one is which? <laughs> I'm kidding. Duh. Right. I have no <clears throat> idea. Also, two dark princes. Who? What are you talking about? <laughs> I think Isn't there a about song about work? that? <laughs> is there? Oh. What? There's two princes. Two princes. <laughs> well, there's two princes, but I don't think either one of them are dark. How do you know? Right. They're both goofballs. Have you listened to the song? Yeah, I have. Maybe the guy singing the song is really evil. We don't know. Just go ahead now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. All right. The next one's yours, Jen. It's all you, Jen. All right. Three stars. I am just not a big fan of the novellas that J.D. Robb writes for the in-depth series. There is too much of a paranormal feel in the stories that does not exist in the full-length versions. In the novels, only the fact that they are set in the future makes them fantasy or science fiction. In the novellas, Eve catches ghosts, spirits, witches, or in this case, a vampire. With the -the down-to-the-earth Eve, it doesn't always make a good fit. With that aside, I still love the series, and I would, and I have yet to give a book in the series a low star count. I just keep reading, rereading, rereading. I may never stop. LOL. I mean, us either. <laughs> right? Huh? That's terrible. Well, clearly, we're not going to stop either. I guess some people would think three stars is a low star count, but I mean... Yeah. Sure. Maybe. But I mean, I guess if you don't like the novellas, then three stars is fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, I still get like hung up on the people who are like, just because they're set in the future doesn't like, that doesn't right. make them. I, I don't fantasy or science fiction. Like, she's not trying to write science fiction. Right. It's not fantasy or science fiction. But she's not trying to say this. That's not ever what she's been saying. It's genre fiction, police procedurals. And yeah, every once in a while, she'll throw some supernatural in. It's fine. And I think we've talked about that multiple times as far as that sort of thing goes. Because I think that was kind of when Nora was way into her supernatural phase. Right. And, you know, she probably, she saw these Mm -hmm. novellas as a a way to kind of like branch out. Yeah. you know why yeah. why not throw some supernatural in there yeah. i mean you know why not sure. try it but nothing wrong with that <laughs> it's just not and i think with this one it was more like we talked about on the actual show it wasn't he's not an actual vampire and eve recognizes that right yeah but eh. there you go I think out of all the supernatural novellas, this one is the most grounded in reality. Right. Well, at least in this one, you, for me, you do kind of like get to make your own decision about whether or not this guy was a, actually a vampire. Right. So. That, yeah, that makes it kind of fun. And even me, though, that who is a vampire fiction lover, I'm like, nope, not a vampire. 
No. So. Anyway, so next next review. <laughs> Three stars. Weird <laughs> as fuck. Will probably give me nightmares. Okay. Why? <laughs> In sorry. Why? <laughs> Maybe vampires are like their big fear. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, Weird but have fuck. you ever read any other vampire fiction in your entire life? Well, maybe they hadn't, and that's why that's going to give them nightmares. Exactly. That seems unnerving to them. If you read a book like Vengeance and then say, oh, I'm going to have nightmares from this book. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah, there's a lot of books in this series that would give me nightmares. This this isn't one of yeah. them. Yeah. No, not in a million years. Yeah. Creation, maybe. Creation. <laughs> vengeance. Um, and yeah, we won't yeah. get into the later books, but really? This one? This one? Okay. Not so much. So, but you know, if you're one of those people that are like a complete lightweight. And nothing, <laughs> nothing lightning. horror can, you can't take any of that, nothing, then maybe, I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Sure, that's okay. Why you are you can't... reading this book? Well, see, but yeah, well, yeah, you're right, because there's a lot of blood and gory stuff yeah. in this series. So, yeah, I don't because know. Because it's a vampire. And, but well, maybe no, she, maybe no. this person it's a doesn't read the series. Book in a police procedural series that's very bloody, right? And if you haven't read any other books, I get that. But if you read the, if you looked at the description and was like, "Oh, okay, vampires, yay!" It makes no sense to me to say, "Oh, well." This well maybe is scary maybe they read it because they like vampires, like you know, Stephanie Meyer's vampires. How do you and- read a book about vampires? Without being like, oh, this is scary. Or, but, or unless, see, I didn't look at the date on that one. But if if they were reading oh, like dead, if not, but if they just picked this but up and start reading. Huh? That's what I'm saying. If you look at the, if you look at the description of the book. It, it says for like, all oh. new paranormal stories. All right. It, again. If you're reading paranormal, how do you not get that it's going to be scary? Yeah, I don't know. How? Oh. I don't know. It I makes don't know. Everyone, sense. everyone is triggered by different things. Everyone is different. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the next three stars, yep. which is long. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Another one. <laughs> Let's go. Three stars. Number 24.5 of the Eve Dallas in Death series. This novella was published as part of the 2007 anthology Dead of Night, billed as four all new paranormal stories. The jacket says the JD Rob the, the jacket says the JD Rob entry puts futuristic lieutenant Eve Dallas in a supernatural showdown with a most seductive criminal, a vampire. Since I have no patience with vampires, werewolves, etc., Pick the book up, prepared to hate it. What? But having read the 28 Eve Dallas novels and novellas yeah. that preceded this one, I gave it a shot to be I gave it a shot to be complete. Surprisingly, I enjoyed it. It has the normal shortcoming of a novella compared to a novel. There is no space for character development. For the same reason, even Rourke's steamy sex scene was limited to a quickie, and being addressed to an audience presumably not comprised of series fans, 
there were thumbnail sketches of all of the recurring characters. But this was no supernatural being to be, but there was no supernatural being to be found. There were the trappings of vampirism, but they were associated with an underground club named Bloodbath that was the haven of flesh and blood criminals. An enjoyable read for one of the novellas in the series, but falls short of most of the novels. I, you know, if you don't have, if you just, if you don't like vampires, then don't, and you know this one's about a vampire, don't read it. I don't right. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm actually not sure based on the review if they if they didn't like it. Like I feel like they were like they said they did like it. I think they actually (laughs) liked it, but it was more oh, it's too short for an in-depth novel. Yeah, and well, and also they acknowledge that that's what happens with novellas. Yeah, right. Which is fine, right? When my aunt Judy was alive, that was a big deal for her. She's like, I don't like these novellas, but they keep putting like big plot points into them, especially with like Interlude and Midnight. Right. So I can kind of get why people are like, oh, I need to read this because maybe something big is going to happen. Right. So, but at a certain point, it was like, okay. I don't think we're going to get a major plot point out of this. So no, but yeah. And again, yeah, she was still alive when this one was, I can't remember if she read this one or not. I know I gave it to her, but. All right. Jen, you're up. Okay. Three stars. This was a funny little novella for me. Vampires into the world makes me laugh. It makes me laugh because Eve's reaction to it is very predictable. She scoffs at it and knows there must be a real explanation. None of this woo shit. Plus, cops carrying garlic and steaks because they can buy into a vampire thing is just funny. A nice short and tightly written novella until the end, until the next full novel. Which yeah, agreed. I mean, it is funny. It is. it is funny. Yeah. Definitely laugh out loud. Probably also one of the reasons why Nora wrote it is because it's funny. Yeah. yeah. And again, we talked about it during the episode. I think Nora really, you know, obviously she's a Buffy fan. She puts those references constantly into her books. So I think that was part of it. And she, again, wants to write some paranormal. So. Right. It's fine. I, Again, I like this one. I thought it was fun. It is fun. Because I it is fun. Because I don't think that you know, she didn't think that Eve actually believed in this. So No. That's why we all kinda love it. Well, Eve doesn't believe in any of it, even when she's right. you know, possessed. But that's why but... we all kinda are like, oh <laughs> that yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Okay. Four stars. Right. Well, really, three point seven five stars. Oh, just give it a four star. Why are you doing this? Like three point seven. Weirdest thing. What yeah, the fuck? That's just dumb. Um, that is the weirdest numbering system I've ever seen. But go on. For a novella, it was really good. Peabody had me laughing. Actually, the whole crew did. Crazy, crazy though, because this story was kind of spooky. Perfect for in between books in this series. I feel like that's a pretty general consensus with this yeah. book for people yeah. who understand that that's what it's supposed to be. Because that's what it's supposed to be. 
Right. She's not trying yeah. to like write. Exactly. She's not trying to write like a you know New York Times Apple bestselling novel. novel. <laughs> right. Yeah. She has plenty of those. Yeah. She's just trying to have. A She's little not bit like of fun. this. My breakthrough novel is my novella, the vampires yeah. and Eve Dallas. Like, that's not what's happening in Nora's life. Right. Yes. Breakthrough novella. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying. So true. All right. Okay. I'll say the next one. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. This one is actually four stars, not 3.75. <laughs> You're at four. So stupid. Four stars. Hilarious, thrilling, and fun. Eternity and Death is everything you love about the Indus series wrapped into a small, thrilling book. You have all your favorite characters making a comeback together on this one, all to catch a life-sucking, blood-sucking vampire. Yes, vampire. I know I say people suck, but I didn't mean it literally. And of course, you also have lots of tasty bits of enjoying even Rourke throughout the book, (laughs) which also happened to be my favorite parts of the book and made me majorly facepalm myself at all the awesomeness I was missing by skipping these little gems novellas. Oh, well, off to the next one. Well, yeah. I mean, I appreciate that this person finally, I guess, read a novella when, hey, these actually might be good. I should read them all or, you know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you guys know this. We've all been around in death.net and Adwa and all the Facebook groups. And people just don't know about the novellas. Right. For whatever reason. Right. They just don't. And they're like, well, they just oh, don't read them. I didn't realize that this is a thing. And it's like, oh, how? How do you not realize that? Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Read this book. Right. I mean, but there's a fair amount of people also that kn- know about them and just don't read them because they don't want to read the novellas yeah. for whatever reason. And I don't know. Why. Right. But honestly, I mean, my God, I was in that Facebook group, that Nora Roberts Facebook group that was like, oh, Big Jack and Hot Rocks. They're somehow connected, and we're all like, "Yeah, <laughs> duh." That was the well, point, you know. That was the entire point. Yeah, but you have people that are new to the series that don't know that, and so they right. No, I get that, but no, but these are people that are like, "Oh, I've read everything by Nora Roberts and everything by JD Rob," and I just didn't realize that they were connected. And you're like, "Really? You didn't?" Yeah. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. Uh, are we five stars now? Yeah. Holy crap. All right, ready. Five stars. Tasty little bite. <laughs> See what she did there? So nice. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> a review. That's it. Get it? Tasty little bite. Well done. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I just had to put that one in there because so great. That's funny. I love it. All right, Tara. Right. Oh, you you want me to read this one? Oh, is it me? Yeah. It's you. Okay. Oh yeah, it's you. It's Mike. Duh. Five stars. Sigh. The snark was off the hook, and Eve Peabody moments were epic. The dialogue in these books are my favorite part. And then there's Rourke. Oh Rourke, I am as in love with you as Eve is. Aww. Oh, that's Lord. sweet. Yeah, I love that. This the snark is pretty fucking fantastic. It really is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we talked about that again on the original pod. 
Oh yeah. The snark in this one is so good. Epic. Yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome. so good. So good. All right, Tara. Yeah. Oh, now it's me. Okay. Um, yeah. Five stars. Creepy, good fun. A great shorter read. Page turning, action packed ending, emotions and superstitions, some good humor. Definite creep show and spookiness. Plenty of suspense, some tough spots, and pretty much an overall great read. Hooked me and didn't let go till the end. Good old Baxter. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Definitely a good book for spine tingling suspense. What's the appetite and leaves you ready and eager for the next course? On to the next. Woohoo! Enjoy. <laughs> Just, I love a review like that. Like you had fun. I love, I love it. it. Yeah, I want you to have fun too. Yeah, and this review had everything. You know. Yep. Or they're saying the book had everything, which it did. I mean, in the shorter. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really did. It really yeah. did. It really did. So. I'm up, right? You. It's you, Jen. All right, five stars. I am going to copy and paste. <laughs> I'm going to copy and paste the same message to every single one of JD Rev's in death series. Love, love, love this this series. I was like everyone else after they read this book. Where is the next one? I have read and reread every single book in the series, and now I have listened to each one of them on audio. Having hit. After having listened to them and audio, I have to say, wow, take the time to listen to one from your local library. It is worth it. Okay. Can I say one thing right now before we move on? Um, The library in the township that Nora donated to in Michigan actually defeated their library millage. That's one of the few big losses that we had yeah. in Michigan last night. So uncool. Yeah, it sucks. No, yeah. yeah. Uncool. The world sucks, man. It does suck. It completely sucks. So we talked about all this in the breaking room. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, yeah. Support your local library gang. Yes. Because they might be a thing of the past very soon. Support your local library yeah. by um Getting one of these books on audio and listening to yep. Susan Erickson. Get one of these books on audio. <laughs> Get one of these books on Kindle. Go to the physical library and check out a book. See, I have a problem with that because I'm a germaphobe. And so books that no, a bunch of that. other people have read what? are like not <laughs> something that I can do. But if other people could do that, absolutely. Because, you know. Well, that's There's, how some people need to get in their a books library in. with yes. sixty-seven thousand books. There's a hundred and two that have any LGBTQ themes. So that's the reason the millage didn't pass. Yeah, just saying. I mean, I don't know. Yes, God forbid there be representation out there. <laughs> I know. It's Holy grooming. We probably shouldn't get too We're political yeah. in this. Uh, you guys, you have no idea how much I've wanted to throw shit against the wall with the indoctrination bullshit. Yeah, it's in dumb. For the last few weeks. It's really dumb. Like, no. If you've set foot in, inside a public school in the last 25 years, nobody are, is indoctrinating anybody. No. Guaranteed. They're learning the same shit we did. 
So fuck off. Yeah. Sorry. So annoying. It is annoying. That's my that's my <gasps> political rant for tonight, guys. Okay. <laughs> Those are some fun reviews, AJ. I mean, you for were a right. Novella, there were a lot of good ones. I mean, you're never yeah. expecting much with a with a novella, but for no. a novella, I mean, exactly. they weren't bad. Nope. Yeah. Those so, were good. Yeah. And it was a fun <laughs> little novella. So yeah. and it was good for Halloween. So there you go. Yeah. We like love it. it. So should we go on to podcast business? Yeah, yeah podcast like business. That. Do I have podcast business? I don't know. Actually, um, I do. Because I don't think I read this email. We got another email from our friend Kate Beckett. And I don't think I read it on the air. Oh, yeah. So I'll uh, oh, awesome. I'll read this on the air. It says, um, in your recent episode where you review the reviews of Creation and Death, you brought up the possibility of doing an episode expanding on the characters, Enneagrams, astrological signs, and other personality types, which we just mm-hmm. did one. Yep. You know. Um, <laughs> I would love to add to that and make the suggestion of an idea I have had for a couple of months about talking about the characters' love languages. And I would love to be a part of that show oh. of the discussion on that show. Yes. Also, whenever the fancy tickles you, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the episode where we talk about my main guy, McNabb, and how he's the most unjustly underrated character. Yes. Talk about criminal. Yep. You and Tara yeah. have got to go off on that, and I would love it. Thank y'all so much for this community and this opportunity to share our love for this incredible series. Your friendly neighborhood Dallasite Kate Beckett. So yeah, absolutely. We would love to have you on for yes, either one please. or oh my God, both yes. of those absolutely. shows. Wow. So um yes. we'll I'll send her a, an email and uh say like yeah, yeah, tell us when you can be on. Yep. Like get your butt over here. Right. Let's do it. Exactly. Perfect. Um do we know where she lives? Is she like in one of our time zones or is she uh I don't know. She she's in the 214 like uh, area code. You know how I know that is because she also left us a message on our phone. <laughs> I was going to say, did she call I don't call know the what number? 214 is, but she called the number. somewhere in the country. So let me see if I could pull okay. it up here and I'll play it. I'm going to assume that's East Coast. Uh, no, it's Texas. Is it Texas? Is it? Yeah, God bless her. Yeah. I in Texas. Hi, y'all. It's your friendly neighborhood Dallasite, which is weird to say with this series, but that's where I'm located. Oh, there she is. Oh, there we go. And I was just uh, running some errands in my car, and I had a thought, and I wanted to hear everybody's thoughts. So I am currently reading Echoes in Death in my read-through of the series. I'll get back to that in just a second. But the thought that I had just now was, does our Lieutenant Dallas not like to travel? You know, she doesn't like heights or being in the air, copters, any sort of air travel. Um, But my thought was, does she not like to travel because of her past and her childhood and moving around with Richard Troy a lot. 
Um, so that was Ooh. just my thought. But like I said, I am reading Echoes and Death. And at the beginning, Rourke and Eve did just come back from, I think, Rourke's private island, like a long weekend there. So it's like she didn't complain about that. She seems pretty happy about that travel. So I'm not sure if this is a sound hypothesis. But just wanted to hear y'all's thoughts, and I can't wait for the next episode of the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Okay. That's a really yeah, that is something that I've never really thought about that. before, but maybe. No. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. And a little oh, bit of a fear no, of heights. I, I, you know, I've always kind of felt like a little bit of her fear of heights comes from when she was thinking about jumping right. in the hotel. Right. So, I mean, yeah, interesting. I mean, thought. also fear of heights is just a very common fear oh, in general. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> I don't have a fear of a lot of things, but heights is one of them. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, no, so. I get it. But I also was kind of like, oh, that makes sense for her. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So no, I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely going to have to um, send her an email and see when she can be on, and we'll discuss either of those things with her. You know. So. Um, and so getting, yeah. you guys. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you guys, thank you so much for engaging so much in the Facebook group and the Discord and. Yes. Yeah. All of it. You're fantastic and we love you. Yeah. Yeah. We really and, appreciate all yeah. the engagement. It's fun. And as much as I am always joking about it, keep keep up the hot dog sandwich <laughs> shit. I love it. I love hate it. No, like, we haven't gotten much of that lately. <laughs> we, I know. A like, what? A little bit. But yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's about funny. Them, so yeah. Makes me happy, even though I roll my eyes. Oh, yeah. I know. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. You guys are fantastic and we love you. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I said, I think it was today I said, you know, you never know when the next show idea is going right. to come out of this. So there it right. is. Super excited about yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, okay. So next week we're looking at doing our, the, um, the topic that we didn't do last week. Yes, so that's that we in depth that. um, starting quotes. We'll do that next yep. week. Um, Excited. And uh, yeah, I think other than that, that's it for, for podcast business. Okay. Um, so you guys know how to get a hold of us. Facebook, like we just talked about. Instagram, Twitter for now. <laughs> who knows what's going to go on with Twitter? Yeah, who's get, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> it might implode. Who knows? And on top of that, I'm <laughs> terrible about keeping up with Twitter and the four accounts I have, so it's fine. <laughs> so, but you know what? If, if you want to follow us there, you can. And uh, we also have a Discord. You can go on the Discord and um, yep. go to our website, www.podcastanddeath.com. You can send us an email from there, or you can send us an email at, from, send an email to show at podcastanddeath.com. <laughs> Or you can call the number. Number is 205-476-2753. And that spells out 2054-ROAR. And I think that's it. So, um, 
thank you everyone for listening thank you jen and tara for being here <laughs> yeah yay hello so happy. someday yeah, thank you like, for recording on yeah, the day someday, that i was like can you do this one someday our lives are gonna like calm down it'll be fine it'll be good so God, i hope so I could use a fucking brain. <laughs> Me too. Especially, yeah. especially when like the things that before I was like, yeah, well, theater is in the way. Theater is the problem, and I'm like, god damn it, can't it just be theater? Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, do you want to go back to right. the days where theater was the worst thing in your life? Yeah, right. Like well, the episode that I came in the last four well, minutes because right. I was but no, I hit by a drunk like, driver. The, yeah. the thing taking up most of her time. Right. And right. So then, yeah, yeah, car accidents and family drama, exactly. So, (sighs) anyway, but again, thank you all. Oh, my light just went out, so that means we have to end the episode. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, (laughs) for podcasts and death, this is AJ, this is Jen, this is Tara, and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 2054-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.